Welcome to the Primal Path Podcast. We chat with our tribe to build a stronger connection through our native ways of communication. Learn about our coaches, clients, gym programming, and hear from our local businesses and find out about the latest happenings. It's time for your weekly Primal Path programming. We're tackling Monday, January 25th. I'm going to carry us to the end of the month. I'm really excited about this week. We get some fun groundwork in there for you guys. Do a couple new movements, making those warm-ups a little more diverse for you, making you think about your movements, and I hope you enjoy that this week. So let's go with Monday. We have a 10-minute, as many rounds as possible. We're doing eight sumo deadlift high pulls, and this is going to be followed up by eight hand-release push-ups with a three-second eccentric. So what that means is that on those push-ups, we're going up quick, and then we're counting three seconds on the way down. Like I said, this is the year that everyone's going to master their push-ups and pull-ups. No, we're not going to keep on pushing these throughout the entire year. We're going to just build up that basis and then kind of switch it up like we normally do with different variations of different body parts and so on. Well, with those eight sumo deadlift high pulls, nothing super heavy. You're going to be moving through those quick. It's just 10 minutes. So this is going to get the heart rate up. Uh, you are going to be breathing through your mouth, so we should be doing a little bit more than sometimes what we have is those 15-minute ones where we're still keeping that heart rate down, but we're feeling more of the muscle burn. This time, you're definitely going to be feeling some muscle burn, especially in those push-ups, but that heart rate is going to get going because of those sumo deadlift high pulls. So we're going to finish that day off with a little bit of accessory as well. So two to three rounds, we're looking at 10 each side lunges. You can use a dumbbells optional Make sure that we're feeling on the inside of the leg. Well, we're, look, we're trying to attack more of the uh, abductors or adductors, I should say, excuse me, the adductors on the inside of the leg and a little bit of the hamstring inside there too. And then the other movement is we're going to do plank abduction on the sliders. Going to a plank, we're going to be sliding one foot at a time out to the side. Tuesday, January 26th. We have a 10-minute every minute on the minute for 12. We have a 12-minute every minute on the minute. <laughs> Excuse me. Odd minutes. We're looking at eight heavy thrusters. Even minutes, we're looking at 15 toes to bar. This is all about getting out of your comfort zone. So when we say heavy, heavy, we want them to be about anywhere from 5 to 15 pounds above your normal thruster weight. We want to make sure that you are finishing up in about 45 seconds with those thrusters too. They don't have to be unbroken. You could put them down. You could break them up as needed. But we want you to try and get outside that comfort zone. If you go through every single round and they're entirely unbroken, just know that you could always push that a little bit more. At the same time, if we're dealing with any shoulder issues, knee issues, hip issues, anything going on, we can keep that weight a little bit lighter and then we're just going to up your rep. So we're going to have you work for about 45 seconds through that thruster. And then those even minutes, we're looking at those 15 toes to bar. If you typically do more of that knees to chest, try toes to space for most of the reps. Do as many as you can, then switch it back up to knees to chest. Same thing. If you have one toes to bar, that's it. Every even minute, I want you doing that at least one good toes to bar and then go to toes to space or knees to chest. Keeping those movements a little more strict too will kick in a little bit more core. So if you want to try and go with your max effort on whatever way you're modifying that movement of that toes to bar, and then trying just keeping the body still as you raise and lower your legs, 
you're going to see how much more activation is happening within your core. Then we're going to go on Wednesday, January 27th. We have four or three quick, I mean, I'm not really good at counting today, am I? Three quick uh, workouts. We got an AMRAP of four minutes. We're going to do six hang cleans and 24 double unders or 24 single unders. Once again, this weight should be something that you can do unbroken. It's only four minutes. This is going to make your heart rate get a little bit high. The only rest is the transition between the movements, and that should be a minimal, minimal amount of rest during these things. You get a rest after the four minutes, so push yourself the best that you can. Think about the movement, and obviously working without pain. Resting a minute 30, then we're going to hit another four-minute workout. Attacking different muscles, we're looking at the ring dips or dips where we can do in box or bench, and your burpees. Once again, these four-minute AMRAPs, we want you guys going quick. Everything should be unbroken. So if you're already having a tough time during warm-up on eight dips, scale that down. You should be doing these dips and not, I mean, you should be thinking about the movement. You should be thinking about the triceps and the pec doing the work on the dip. But you should be able to just get through all eight. We shouldn't be taking 30 seconds, 45 seconds to do eight ring dips. We shouldn't be doing four at a time, then resting, and then doing four. This should be eight all the way through for eight for uh, four minutes. Then we're going to rest another minute and 30. Then we're going back into our final four minute, as many rounds as possible, 10 alternating front rack lunges and 24 double unders. So we're going to try and use the same weight that we used on the, on the clean in the first four minutes. So you can pick up that bar. We focus a little bit on keeping the chest upright, making sure in the lunge that when we're lunging down that our knee is over the big toe. We did some practice, if you're in my class, that I have you having that placing that big toe on a line in the ground. And then when we're lunging in a controlled manner, we're putting that knee right on that line as well. Make sure that we feel comfortable with that lunge and we're not collapsing the upper body. If the upper body is caving in or your shoulders are rolling forward in that front rack lunge, I highly suggest using a lighter weight for this movement you do have a minute and 30 to rest between it kicks off so i would say a lighter weight or no weight at all a lot of times we're like yeah it'll be fine we can do it but take that time to make sure that we're getting that great position so we can use all the proper muscles that we need thursday january 28th we're looking for time we've got uh, three rounds we're going to start off with nine deadlifts at about 85 percent of what our 10 rep max is that we've been doing in the past well, month and a half that we built up to that. So we're gonna be using about nine underneath that. If you're unsure about your weight, that's okay. You should be doing nine, but it's gonna be a tough set of nine, followed by 15 med ball sit-up tosses. So we're gonna kind of sit up, throw that ball up in the air, catch it, and go right back down. After we get done with those three rounds, we're gonna rest one minute. Then we're gonna go into two rounds, 14 kettlebell swings, 18 plate hold straight leg sit-ups. Once again, we want you at least getting that kettlebell high enough that we could see underneath it. That'd be more of the Russian style. If our shoulders feel good and our body feels good, we can get the hip drive to bring the kettlebell all the way up overhead so the bottom of the kettlebell is towards the sky. Great. That kettlebell is all about the hip drive. The arms should be loose. They should be relaxed. If you're fighting with the kettlebell on the way down as it gets closer to the ground, you're using a little bit too much shoulders. So it's more of like working like a swing where we're pushing the hips forward 
and kind of pulling them back. Then we're going to go on to uh, rest one minute, and we have one round. You're going to do 800 or 650 meter row, 100 meter heavy farmer's carry. So that we want that row to be quick, want it to be fast. That heavy farmer's carry means that you need to rest once you hit the turnaround point with those dumbbells, with those kettlebells, sandbags, whatever it may be that you're carrying as a farmer's carry. It should be heavy enough that we could we don't make the whole 100 meters right from the get-go. So get out your comfort zone uh, with that one. If you want an extra challenge too, you could even put two different weights in your arms and see how that works. There's tons of ways to mix this up, tons of ways of making it difficult, but as long as we're keeping that body looking into the distance as we're walking, we're gonna really stack all that weight onto our core and the entire midline section. That means low back, that means your obliques, your abs, everything. So focus on trying to get outside that comfort zone too with your farmer's carry. If you're always grabbing a 35, try a 44. If you're grabbing a 44, try a 53. Uh, but, but try to get heavier on that farmer's carry than you normally do. Friday, we're looking at three rounds for time, 16 front squats, 12 pull-ups, eight burpee box jumps with an average time of about eight to 12 minutes is what we're looking at. You can break up those front squats, but there is 16 of them. So we want it probably into like two quick sets. Those 12 pull-ups, you can kip those. As long as we're getting the chin up over the bar and we have the control of that movement. This one, we do want you to go fast, obviously, on this too. But think about the quality always first. But allow a little bit of that swing if our body allows it. And finally, we have eight burpee box jump overs. So we're dropping that chest to the ground. Make sure that chest is touching. Uh, a lot of times we're seeing that the thighs are touching, but the chest is up. Just like that push-up, we want that chest all the way down. If you're going to do the movement, you might as well do the movement and get the best out of it. And then that box jump, we're going to jump on top of that and step over onto the other side as one, turn around and do that whole thing again. And then finally, on Saturday is our sprint workouts. Every three minutes for 15 minutes, we're doing a 100-meter sprint, 10 shoulder to overheads, and eight ball slams. The goal is to finish each round within a minute and 30, then rest, uh, rest periods should be about minute 30 to two minutes. If you have less than 130 for rest, modify the reps for the uh, shoulder to overhead. So if we wanna make sure that we're keeping the sprint the same every single time, but if we're finishing around two minutes on that first round, then we should be dropping down that number. I don't see an issue uh, of that really happening. Uh, but I would cut that down to like eight and six. So you do a hundred meter sprint, eight shoulder to overheads, and then six ball slams. No rest, pretty much. As soon as you get in that sprint, don't take that time to lollygag to get to your square to go pick the bar up. You guys should be sprinting all the way pretty much into that building, into that square, pick that weight up, shoulder to overhead. It could be a strict press, push press, whatever way. Just going from the shoulders, locking that weight out putting that bar down, and then going right into those ball slams. We do have those 25-pound ball slams, You could our slam balls. You could also use some of our med balls, the 20-pounders, or 14-pounders, I would say. I wouldn't use the 10-pounders for the ball slams. And we do have a little bit of accessory after that. We're going to be doing just mainly core work, two to three rounds of 10-each side plank, knee, uh, plank knees to toe touches, 
and then 10 each plank alternating knee to elbow to toe touches. So what you'll see within our warm-ups, our groundwork, I should say, and some of our accessory, we're taking movements that you've been doing individually and we're gonna try and put them together. So we're just making the body think more, making more muscles be turned on at the same time, and also making those muscles do two different things. It's like the first time you try to like pat your head and rub your belly, it doesn't really work, but when you slow it down, think about it and do it, it's really, really easy. Well, that's exactly what we're trying to do with your body. For so long, we've been focusing on your body doing one thing at a time and that's it. It works on this movement and, and then you have to work on this. So especially in the groundwork, you're gonna try and explore to see if my legs can do this and my upper body does this. Can I do this on one arm while this other arm's doing something? And it's just creating more mind-muscle connection, helping to build the overall health of your body. So that's this week, and we'll see you in class.